So a lot of people have been speaking about the new uh, Corona virus vaccine that came out. It was approved by the FDA. And we know that in the black community, a lot of us, you know, don't have a lot of trust due to the history of what happened to us in this country. But we're going to talk about today the tactics of white supremacy. And the reason why we're going to talk about those tactics is because what they pulled today is something they've always pulled in the past. But thank God that we are more educated now. Uh, We are paying attention to the tactics. We're seeing how they move. Um, So we're not as unlearned now. So if you looked at, you know, today and we also on our um, Twitter page that we had shown the article of the nurse by the name of Sandra Lindsay. Now, she is a Jamaican born ICU nurse um, that immigrated to this country in 1986 to further her education in nursing, and she later earned a bachelor's and master's degree. So she was the first person in the United States that rolled up her arm to be the first individual to take the new Pfizer uh, coronavirus vaccine. I thought that was interesting when I found that out because, you know, the the community has been very um, not trusting of this. And then As you know, you could see on the picture here, they used a black woman to give her the vaccine. I paid attention to that Um, because you remember they feel that, well, we got to show somebody black doing it. So black people will feel okay about getting this. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, I looked at this black nurse, uh, black person who's given the vaccine. Then this woman's brother by the name of Garfield Lindsay has said, it's so proud of my younger sis sis foe stepping up for taking the COVID-19 vaccine. Like a champ. She witnessed firsthand too many deaths and is leading by example. Y'all doing what is necessary to beat this virus first in the U S I think so, so proud. Now sure. She's seen a lot of people, um, die of COVID. Yes, she has. I can't, I can't say that she hasn't. Um, but why do you have to step up? Where's Becky and Brad? Why they didn't step up first. Now, on top of that, you have, you know, you see how they giving her, you know, Oh, they, they bigging her up. Oh boy. Kamala came. I say, thank you, Sandra Lindsay for all you done for our country. You know, Governor Andrew Cuomo said this is what heroes look like. Sandra Lindsay, an ICU nurse at the Long Island Jewish Medical Center in Queens, became the first American to get vaccinated in a non-trial setting. Thank you, Sandra. And thank you, Dr. Michelle Chester. Uh, Chelsea Clinton came out, said a true American and public health hero. Thank you, Sandra Lindsay. So now they got all this praise, you know, for this woman. But... Any other time, black healthcare workers didn't praise for anything. Black healthcare workers deal with a lot of racism, but but now all of a sudden you praising her. Like, don't allow that false praise, ladies and gentlemen. When you sitting up there being the first one taking something new that they came out with. Listen, any other time they're not praising black folk. Now, now Kamala, you know Kamala's on the team, so we're not going to even go there. Now, on top of that. A doctor 
Yves uh, Durosau, he is was the first doctor in America that took the vaccine as well. And as you see on the picture, you know, black doctor, uh, another black woman, the same black woman took it. So he's the first doctor. This sister was the first uh, nurse, but like I said, just they all said in the first. Now, what do we have in common here? Now, this doctor, I looked into him. He's rated pretty high, uh, brothers and sisters. He really is. Um, he has great remarks uh, in, in healthcare. You know, he's actually over um, a department there. So he's the, uh, actually, he previously worked as a medical director of the Department of Emergency Medicine. And he's an attending physician as well as St. Vincent Hospital in New York City. So he put himself out there. So what is the overall connection here with these two people? Both of them aren't black American, both of them. Okay. They couldn't find a black American to say, yeah, I'm willing to step up and do this, but they found someone uh, from Jamaica and I don't know if this brother's from Haiti or he's from, you know, a uh, French speaking West African country, but he's at least one of them because he speaks French Creole. And, uh, I think he's from Haiti though. I think with the Creole thing in English, that's, that's what he speak. So what I mean by the tactics of, of, of white supremacy is that they will try to, to say, okay, we need black people to be the ones to take this first. And they, and they doing that definitely on purpose, just in case something happens and they can say, Ooh, we need to see what happened here. Now, do you know, as I did some research, our immune response to vaccines is actually stronger than, um, Caucasian people that you give us a vaccine. Our immune system responds in overdrive versus a Caucasian person's vaccine. They don't respond in the same way. This is why I say this. We need our scientists to do studies on all medication, on everything that's being given to tell black people what dose you need to take. Do you know they make sure to test everything on white lab rats because that's closer to them with them being more so um, like almost like an albino, but versus a black lab rat isn't the same as a white one, but they, everything is tested through the white lab rat. So you may need to give the white lab rat more medication than you would have to give, let's say, to the white, uh, the black lab rat. You know what I'm saying? So these are things that need to be studied. But what I'm saying, the tactics, the tactics is to get us to just to say, oh, you know, yeah, I, I, I'm going to do it because uh, this sister did it and this brother did it. You know, they, they believe that, you know, black see black do. This is what they believe in about us. That is a tactic. Now, Dr. Fauci, he's another one. He's come out and say, oh, look, Dr. Kismikia, you see, she was part of this. You know, my black brothers and sisters. Well, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, Dr. Fauci. When you start talking like my black brothers and sisters, where you been all this time? I ain't heard you mention that, that term not one time, my black brothers and sisters at all. All of a sudden now you, you try to be de facto talking like black folk. No, man. Come on. I read those numbers. Those numbers clearly state that the people that should be taking this vaccine first should be the Mzungu community. Matter of fact, you should be aggressively targeting Trump supporters. Why? 
because Trump supporters is the ones that clearly do not want to wear any mask. So since they don't want to wear a mask and this program was spearheaded underneath the Trump administration, then this, this could be a connection to still, you know, having Donald Trump, you know, like his legacy could be this vaccine that came out within a year and you will be making America great again. Why don't you go promote that to them? Why don't Trump, listen, why don't Trump himself going to say that? Matter of fact, why don't Trump take the vaccine? Because you know what? He could have got whatever he wanted. He could have got the uh, Pfizer vaccine if he wanted to a long time ago. But no, Trump didn't do that. Trump took medication. And Trump got over that. Do you remember that? Let's remind the people what Donald Trump took. Donald Trump took Demexazone. That's what he took. It's a steroid. A drug commonly used to treat asthma, rheumatoid arthritis, and certain cancers. Okay. It says the steroid was given to him in response to his blood oxygen levels dropping twice to 93%. Donald Trump was also given remdesivir. Okay. Remdesivir is made by Gilead. And it was granted emergency use authorization on May the 1st. And they said it, showed, it, it caused to show a 31% faster recovery time compared to a placebo. Now, he was also given Regeneron's monoclonal antibody, which the FDA has recently approved. He was given zinc, which zinc is in a lot of vitamin C, uh, things like uh, emergency, whatever, which helps the immune system fight outside bacteria and viruses. Say zinc is an essential mineral that is in nat naturally present in some foods and available as a dietary supplement. They say there's no evidence that zinc helps fight COVID-19. FDA has issued warning letters to companies that try to claim the link between zinc products and reduce COVID. He was also given vitamin D, okay? Which this is something that we should be taking. Now, black Americans should be taking vitamin D3 uh, because we're not in our natural habitat. And our natural habitat is, is Africa. You know, I know a lot of you want to claim from everywhere else and I'm this, I'm that, yeah, I know, but I, but the crater of life started in Africa, okay? Now, we indigenous to the planet Earth, because we spread from the continent of Africa to everywhere. So everywhere we was at, of course, you know, that could be an indigenous land for us, but, you know, for me, like I said, I'd rather go where the crater of life started, but where the crater of life started is more sun. Black folks need more sun than any other group. You understand what I'm saying? We're not getting the vitamin D that we need. So supplementation will have to be there. He was also given famotidine, okay, which is the generic name for Pepsi. Now, you say it was commonly, you know, treated ulcers, heartburn, etc. Um, he was also given melatonin um, because to help him sleep. And he was also given aspirin. He didn't take the Pfizer um, or Moderna vaccine. Trump didn't take that, brothers and sisters. So if it wasn't good enough for Trump, then it's not good enough for me. I want what Donald, like I said, listen, of course, I'm, I'm trying to protect myself as much as possible. I, I have to because my wife, you know, if she was to get something like that, it would be fatal for her because, you know, she has a uh, autoimmune um, issue. So I can't, you know, be out here bringing that in or anybody can't bring that in. So I, I made sure more than anybody to be more careful. But their tactics is they've got to convince you because, see, they understand you're the leaders of, of trends. You're the leaders of a whole lot of uh, decision making. 
in this country. If you get on board as black Americans with this, the rest of them will follow. You understand? Oh, well, black people think it's good. Man, maybe. So see, we don't even realize our leadership. Notice they didn't come to them. They didn't say, hey, we need to get the Mazungus on board. No, we need to get black people on board. But first, we understand that we can't really go to black Americans with this due to the history. And we talk about the history on um, two different videos on our African Diaspora News Insider uh, channel. And we also talked about more of the history on our African Diaspora News channel. So make sure you check out the history um, videos that we're going to talk about why black Americans don't have this trust. But see, immigrants don't have our story. You understand? So they can tell them that they're going to be a hero. They could tell them all kinds of things like that. And unfortunately, some of them look for white validation. And because they want white validation, they say, sure, white mommy and daddy, I roll up my arm. I'll be the first person to take it, white mommy and daddy, because I love, see, let me tell you something. They got some black folk that love praise from, from the Mazungu. Love it. Love it. Oh, my God. When they were clapping today, I know, you know, like I say, her brother, you know, Sandra's brother, he was so proud, so happy. Like, happy for what? What are you happy about? You get what I'm saying? This isn't new in America, where black folks have been put on the front line to try things. What are you happy about? But see, they don't have our story, so they're using them to try to convince the rest of the country and also other black Americans that this is okay. You understand? That is a tactic. So we, the tactic is, and I've said this before, I love all my brothers and sisters, no matter where you at throughout the world. But I understand the system of racism, white supremacy, and I understand how they will weaponize uh, black people from other countries for their benefit. They weaponize them to be divisive or they can weaponize them to go along with their programs to convince the rest of black America to do something. And in this case, they're using black immigrants to try to convince black America that, hey, it's okay, look at them. So this is my thing. I want to pay attention to Sandra 30 days from now. I want to see how Sandra's feeling 60 days from now. I want to see, like, I would like to see a follow-up. That's all. Since they took it, uh, let's look at it. You know what I'm saying? I tell people this, let's let people take it. Let, let's look at it and let, let's just see. I know they got to get their second shot because it's two shots. They got to get a second shot within uh, what, 21 days. After after Sandra um, and this doctor get the second shot, let's see. That's all because you know what it's being reported that people are getting Bell palsy. Now, if you know what Bell palsy is, it paralyzes basically one part of your face um, when you're talking. So the CDC is acknowledged that this is happening, okay? And the CDC is monitoring that. So let's just see how Sandra feels. Let's see how this doctor feels. That's all. We just need to be in the black community in a observer status right now. That's all. We just need to observe. We need to look. We need to see. That's all. We don't need to be just jumping headfirst into anything because smart people always observe. And you got to observe this because let me tell you something. I'm going to repeat this again. You can't convince me that black health matters in America, not with medical racism. Okay. Black lives don't even matter in America. It don't. You have showed us 
from for, for over 400 years that black life do not matter to you at all. Then all of a sudden, because of a pandemic that show up that affected you more than affected us, because I saw the numbers, okay? Now all of a sudden, you gonna come out here saying my black brothers and sisters, huh? Where's his black brothers and sisters when, when, when George Floyd was getting killed? Or Breonna Taylor was getting killed? Well, where, where's that at? How, how black people's neighborhoods are getting gentrified? Well, where, where's all that at? We have food deserts. We, we are given the worst of the worst foods that affect black people's health. They don't, have, they don't have whole foods or something equivalent coming to the black communities. We get some Chinese uh, restaurant with Chinese immigrants come in our communities, put up and, and feed us the worst of the worst food, cooked in vegetable oil, everything fried, you know, everything's pork. I mean, just the worst of the worst. And, and, and black folks giving it, listen, tell you something, black folks, if you go to any kind of spot to eat and you're getting almost two pounds of food for $7, you better know something wrong with that food. Don't put that mess in your body. These people give you all these piles and piles of food, man. Shoot, seven dollars. I could eat eat on it, man. Uh-uh. Cause any food is worth having anything, not, not gonna give you that much for no seven bucks. Oh man, it's a fish shack over here. Like, and they piling up your your thing full of fish. Catfish, you know, usually they use catfish. One of the worst fish you can eat is catfish. If you go eat fish, you eat uh freshwater fish. If anything else, you know, eat, eat some some of your uh red snappers and, and, and red fish and you know rainbow trout and all you know the good the, the real good kind of uh, fish like that not no freaking catfish or tilapia which is another horrible thing you shouldn't be eating is a tilapia right but these people can't convince me black health matters when black lives don't matter in this country and listen you can't tell me much because i report on what happens to black people almost daily i've been doing this for years okay so when you come to me talking and see usually every once in a while i get into a conversation with one of them and then they they, they try to go back and forth with me and then they realize the knowledge i have and then they get they start looking at me like say what you what you learn a lot of this stuff from boy you extremely smart I'm, i don't even tell them anything i don't tell nobody what i do it ain't your business what i do but understand you're not going to come to me and say any old thing, uh, I'm going to let you know. So like I said, I don't try to get in political conversations with too many of them, but if you decide to, I'm going to have to break you down and let you know, you know who you're talking to. Uh, I'm not, I'm not the average one that's that going to start bucking my ass with you and, and, and trying to uh, get on your good side and want validation from you. Thank God. I don't need your validation. All I need is the validation of the Lord, the validation of my family. That's all I need. You know, in the validation of my community, that's it. Don't need yours. And 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 I'm I'm proud to say that I do have those three things. So when, when you walk in your validation of your community, your family, and in, in in the Lord, you don't need their validation. Any black person that's needing their validation, let me know that you're not seeking the validation of the Lord, your family, or your community. And that's why you do the things you do. You risk your life. You, you'll sell your people out to make sure you get their validation. Their validation never ends up good for you anyway. It never ends up good. So why are you doing it? But like I said, not all going to be saved, but you cannot tell me that you care for me. The devil always act like he care for you always, but it's to his benefit. 
when you start showing me you, you care about black lives itself, when you stop discriminating against black people, when you close that wealth gap, when you take out that slavery clause out of the 13th amendment, when you in qualified immunity, when you, when you start making sure that the black communities have the same, um, uh, economic advantage as Mazungu communities, when you make sure that black farmers can get their land back because millions and millions of acres of land was taken away from black farmers. There's so many different things we could talk about. You need to make sure when you pay reparations, then you could, then I could be convinced at that time period that just maybe they're trying to do something. But even if you did all that, you just making up for a debt. The things that have been done. If anything, if you want to be, want us to trust something, why don't you put up grant money for black people to become doctors, to become nurses, nurse practitioners, to become, you know, specialty um, medicine doctors in our, in our community. And then we would have more trust than what we do now. Instead of trying to import a brother or sister from the continent or the Caribbean to take those spots instead of investing into the black American community, which these black Americans have built this country. Black Americans have been the most patriotic in this country. That's what you could do to possibly build up trust, but you're not willing to do that. So how do we supposed to trust you? So for me, I always say your tactics are being exposed. This, this fake praise, this, this false uh, sense of are you being patriotic. That do that doesn't work. It's not working. And this is why, you know, they are taking it to this level of getting a, a sister and a brother who is foreign to this land. Like I say, I love my brothers and sisters. And I saw a person comment saying, Oh, it looks like you, you, you thinking a little different these days about we are own distinct group of people. I said, listen, I've always understood that we are as black Americans, our own tribe. I've never said we wasn't. I just know and believe we all black people. We're different. We all different. We have different, we have different cultures. We have a different story. Of course, you know, black America isn't some people that's just have no existence and know nothing. No. And the only reason some of you are believing that or some of you getting this realization that we were our own people is, is, I guess for some of you, because you value or thought what the, what the Mzungu said about you. We are just like Nigerians are their own distinct and Kenyans are distinct people. But at the end of the day, globally, we black, we are, but we just have our own stories. So is I have to point out what the, what white supremacy is doing. Like I told the brother, black people are not my enemy. No matter where they come from, they're not my enemy. Now if you're cooning. Yeah, that's a problem. But if you're not cooning and buffooning, you're not my enemy. You know, those who my enemy is racism, white supremacy. That's my enemy. Black people, not my enemy, unless they side with and work with racism, white supremacy. Then those black people, no matter where you come from, period, you get in the, in the category with them. Understand? I don't make no d- distinction about who sides with racism, white supremacy in our community, whether they come from the U.S., the Caribbean, the continent, or they're a black person from Europe, black person from Asia, black person from um, Latin America. I don't care where they come from. You side with white supremacy, you are the enemy too, because I know all skin folk ain't kin folk. I know that. 2000% I know that. 
But this is a tactic, folks. This is a tactic to get you to not question anything. And that tactic is not going to work. Um, I'm so glad, like I said, we are smarter now. We're wiser now. Um, we're coming together. And, and, and we're seeing the spiraling down of racism, white supremacy, whether they like it or not. Because at one point in time, this tactic would have worked. And we would fell in line. But now, now, our minds are awakened. We're more quickened now. Information has spread. People are understanding and finding out that not only the tactics, but the dirty deeds of racism, white supremacy throughout the world. And that is a good thing. This is why black media is very, very important. It's extremely important to have black media because we are the group of people that's going to look out for your interests. We don't look out for no Mazungu Corporation's interest. We look out for your interest because you are part of our community. And there are people of all communities that, that listen to us here. I, you know, I've had people who are Hispanic that listen to us. I have people who are uh, Mazungu listen to us. People who are Arab. It, different parts of the world. Understand? Even people in India, from what I saw. Philippines and Netherlands. All these different places people are listening uh, to our show. Listen, let me tell you something. When you are talking truth, Truth has no bearing on skin color. People that, that want the truth are going to listen to it and, and, and go with that truth and understand something. Some of these other you know uh, media outlets are, are, are trying to be in lockstep of white supremacy as well. So that's why people of other groups come over and listen to programs like ours because they understand the truth is being resonated here. So I've always been a person that, that always have said, listen, anybody is welcome to listen to my platform. Um, anybody's welcome to to share and and give a commentary just as long as you don't come here with anything anti-black and i've always said too you don't tell nobody you can't listen to my show in the comments section because i'll get you out of here i won't get them out of here um that's for sure because people need to understand this truth i've had many people of other groups have told me hey after i listen to your show i finally understand you know how how you know racism is understand how the microaggressions are and how you know, this works and that works. Well, how would they get educated? Because you know CNN not going to educate them. You know MSNBC is not going to do it or Fox News or whatever. It's gonna, the black media is doing the Lord's work, you know, throughout the earth. Understand that. So we want uh, the Lord's work to continue and spread to all people. That's why I say share, you know, whatever we come up with and whatever we do, share it with at least a few of your friends and family. That's the best way to do it online. It's easy to share it now on your Facebook, Twitter. Instagram, um, if you have a, a TikTok or, or whatever you may have, share our platform out there, share our podcast. You know, if you want to hear it on Spotify and uh, Anchor and Apple, all different places, share that. That's the best way to get this message out. But we understand and we're going to continue to peel the onion layers back of the tactics of white supremacy because that alone. It's going to determine how, if we live or all we perish. Thank you for listening to the Philo Scott audio experience. I hope you learned something from our program. Make sure if it's your first time here, go and check out all the episodes that we have. Stop binge listening. That way you can get acclimated to everything that we're talking about. If you like our show and we would greatly appreciate you liking the show, support us monthly. You can do it as little as a dollar or more. Support of the show helps us to keep going, helps us to change, upgrade, buy equipment. You know, eventually we're going to start bringing guests in. 
and we want to make sure we put on a great show for you guys so support is definitely something that we greatly appreciate we definitely appreciate all our supporters that we have now we love you we cherish you thank you for everything that you're doing see you next time